This is in the Express. We're completely different people. Covid jab victims in fight for justice. The vaccine damage payment scheme is designed to provide a one-off tax-free payment of £120,000 for families and individuals left bereaved due to a vaccination. Campaigners have blasted the government compensation scheme for vaccine damage as unfit for purpose and wants it reformed. It comes as hundreds of Britons who say the COVID-19 jab caused them to suffer serious side effects have been rejected for a payout. Campaigners believe the 44-year-old vaccine damage payment scheme is failing applicants. It is designed to provide a one-off tax-free payment of £120,000 for families and individuals left bereaved or at least 60% disabled due to a vaccination. Fake vaccination, because the COVID fake vaccine does not meet any previous criteria for a vaccine and it doesn't stop transmission or infection as the pharmaceutical companies themselves don't even claim. The article continues, but individuals and families who say they have been adversely affected by a coronavirus jab have told the Daily Express the 60% disability threshold is too high and is stopping their claims for damages. Their fight is backed by politicians, including Tory MP Danny Kruger. The scheme has also been hit by a backlog in the wake of the pandemic, alleged. Campaigners say there have at times been as few as eight medical assessors overseeing the process, managing nearly 4,000 COVID vaccination injury applications. They are backed by the Express Justice for Jab victims. Freedom of information figures show just 878 cases, only one in four, had been assessed as of February 8th, and only 44 claims totaling more than £5 million have been paid so far. Mobile home business owner Mark Kerry, 50, suffered a cardiac arrest and brain hemorrhage two weeks after his first AstraZeneca jab in March 2021. He had developed vaccine-induced thrombotic thrombocytopenia, a rare condition combining clotting and low blood platelets. Surgeons saved his life by performing a thrombectomy to remove a blood clot, but the grandfather of two now suffers constant headaches and fatigue and takes medication to prevent, to prevent further seizures. His application for compensation under the VDPS was rejected last December as his disability was classed at only 15%, primarily because he can no longer use three fingers or his left hand. His wife, Melanie, 50, said their case had been brushed under the carpet. She added Mark may be on medication for the rest of his life, but they don't think he should be compensated for that when they admit the vaccine caused this. Claire Hibbs, 49, also developed VITT, but was refused because her disablement was 16 to 25%. Former airline operations officer is now medically retired from the job she loved due to migraines, chronic fatigue and brain fog. She says she also developed post-traumatic stress disorder. Claire's VDPS report, seen by The Express, states the AstraZeneca jab caused blood clots, but not her chronic fatigue and migraine, though it is acknowledged some tiredness may be associated with VITT. Her symptoms were partly attributed to a history of migraines, the menopause and ongoing stresses at work. The mum of two said, solicitors told me I would not reach the 60% disablement level because I don't have a brain injury. I haven't lost a limb, I'm not blind or deaf. The percentage of disablement is based on a decades-old model used to determine industrial accidents. Sarah Moore, a lawyer supporting families, calls the rules antiquated, counterproductive and unfair and criticised long VDPS waiting times. Figures showed by February 8th more than 327 claimants had waited more than a year for a decision with 81 people waiting at least 18 months. 
Claimants have also told Ms. Moore of misplaced autopsy reports, medical records and photographs. She said these delays and failings by the VDPS add very real insult to the injuries and grief applicants are already having to deal with. Other countries are processing applications for vaccine-injured citizens more quickly and efficiently. Meanwhile, the Express heard a recording from last October in which a claimant asked a VDPS phone operator if there are just eight medical assessors in total. The operator replies, yeah, that's around the figure. The NHS Business Services Authority, which runs the scheme on behalf of the Department of Health and Social Care, told the Express that medical assessments were conducted by a third party and the numbers of assessors was flexible to meet the needs of the scheme. It estimated there was a pool of approximately 40 trained assessors for one particular week in November 2022. Last year, NHS Business Services contracted claims management firm Crawford & Company to process between 1,500 and 1,800 claims in its first year prior to the COVID crisis. The VTPS processed about 100 applications annually. The Express has also seen internal NHS business emails from last October stating employees are under pressure from DHSC to see an increase in throughput. One email says ministers are raising questions about the speed of claims being processed and we now need to see a steady flow of completed claims. Bedbound Simon Clark, 47, is still waiting for his VDPS outcome almost two years later. The father of four developed Guillain-Barre syndrome, a rare debilitating neurological condition that causes paralysis, severe pain and numbness after having his AstraZeneca jab in March 2021. He spent three months in intensive care and is left with a form of the condition called chronic inflammatory demyelinating polyneuropathy. He was recently hospitalised again with multiple lung clots. Simon and Basil Donesic said I burst into tears thinking this is it. He now lives in his downstairs front room and able to work and pay bills. He is on debt relief orders and his wife is receiving counselling support. Simon added, My wife is amazing. She does everything for me. She empties my urine bottles every day. It doesn't feel like a marriage. He insists his claim is not about money, adding it's about recognition. I just want the government to say vaccines can cause certain conditions and to say we are so sorry and this is what we're going to do about it. Uh, do you know it's amazing? Oh my God. The words wishful and thinking have suddenly appeared in my mind. I can't think why. Anyway, the article continues. Another person speaking anonymously called their process horrendous and jab injured people with the government's dirty secret. They added, we're completely different people because of what happened to us. This has absolutely traumatised me. Mr Kruger has written to Health Minister Maria Caulfield saying the VTPS has failed to manage the influx of claims following the COVID-19 vaccination rollout. He added, the eligibility criteria for payments are unnecessarily high. The DHSC should review the operation of the scheme with a view to speeding up claims and widening eligibility criteria for payments. The DHSC said we are working with the NHS Business Services Authority through claims made through the Vaccine Damage Payment Scheme as quickly as possible with a team of caseworkers dedicated to keeping claimants updated. All vaccines being used in the UK have undergone robust clinical trials and have met the Medicines and Healthcare Policy Regulatory Agency's strict standards of safety, effectiveness and quality. As of December 2022, the article continues, just 59 deaths involving COVID vaccines have been officially recorded. Well, a couple of points there. Officially recorded. It's estimated that between 10 to 1% of adverse reactions and deaths are actually reported in the first place. So... And the MHRA's strict standards of safety, effectiveness and quality. Well, those standards are the pharmaceutical cartel, Bill Gates and the government want us to approve this vaccine. So we'll approve it. That's the standards. Government, the pharmaceutical cartel and the MHRA and other regulatory agencies are all controlled by the same cult. 
And so it's one arm of the cult asking another arm of the cult for permission for what the cult wants to do. So you know when the pharmaceutical companies go to the regulatory agencies for permission to use the vaccine on younger and younger and younger children, no matter what the vaccine does, no matter what the vaccine has done and continues to do, they're still going to get the permission because the same cult owns both of them. And then you look at the fact that Bill Gates, who has funded the COVID fake vaccine, who owns the World Health Organization as the biggest funder, who has bought to a large extent the global pharmaceutical cartel, funds the MHRA in Britain, the Medicines, Health and Regulatory Agency. So it's a Bill Gates funded organization giving permission for a vaccine that Bill Gates has funded. And Bill Gates is everywhere in relation to this pandemic hoax, as I show in great detail in and the number of times Bill Gates' name comes up. It even surprised me while I was researching it. In October 2020, so this is a couple of months, only a couple of months before the vaccine was rolled out, tendered for an artificial intelligence software tool to process what they called the expected high volume of COVID-19 vaccine adverse drug reactions. In other words, adverse events. Expected. How can you approve a product you expect to cause a high volume of adverse reactions unless you are psychopathic? And this is tantamount to murder, a definition of which is killing a person with malice aforethought or with recklessness manifesting extreme indifference to the value of human life. The public were denied informed consent by not being informed about the expected high number of adverse reactions as they were by Pfizer with its 158,000 known adverse reactions which came out in the Pfizer documents which they tried to suppress for I think it was something like 75 years which a judge, proper judge, uh, that they had to be made public and in there among other revelations was the fact that Pfizer were aware of 158,000 known adverse reactions that could be caused by this COVID thing vaccine and the FDA another cult owned organization in America Food and Drug Administration a video presentation was released by the FDA in October 2020 one of the slides was entitled draft working list of possible adverse event outcomes you could i don't know if it's still on youtube but you could see the video on youtube if you skip to the two hour 33 minute mark there's a list of known adverse reactions one of which is death by the way so every reaction including the common reports of uh, of this vaccine including the common reports of blood clots heart disorders and heart damage female reproductive and fertility issues heart attacks and strokes as well as deaths were known to be possible consequences of the COVID fake vaccine before rollout. And, and this is what some people who were exposing the COVID fake vaccine in terms of what it's done don't understand, some of them, is that the whole reason the COVID fake vaccine was rolled out was to cause those reactions and deaths. And that was the whole point. It's not an oversight. It's not a mistake. It's not poor planning. It's not because of a rushed vaccine. It's not because of poor production. The vaccine is, as I say in the new book, every time the vaccine causes an adverse reaction or death, it is doing exactly what it was formulated to do, depopulation agenda. I've mentioned it many times because there's so many different ways that's playing out and what and a massive contribution to that is designed to be the COVID fake vaccine because we've not yet seen the full extent of the damage it's going to do. We've seen some of it on an unprecedented scale, but we've not seen all of the, uh, the damage it's going to cause in the long run. 
It's a massive contribution to the depopulation agenda. There's other reasons why they want this vaccine in people, but that's one of them. And I got a whole chapter on the COVID fake vaccine in the new book. I think it's something like 60 pages. Very comprehensive, very detailed look at the fake vaccine. And just one final point before I move on to another article. This point about we're completely different people in the headline of the article. I've heard reports myself and and people talking about it online back in 2021 about people they knew who've taken the vaccine and have changed personality, literally completely different person. Not just in terms of they can't live the life they used to live, but actually in terms of their personality. And um, like I said, I've heard reports of people, I've or from people I know, who about people they know. And I do think that is a genuine consequence for some people of taking this COVID fit vaccine. Is acting is actually does change personality. Now the mechanism behind that, I've you know I've gone into couple of possible causes of that in the new book you know my my jaw is out on what exactly causes it but it's very clear that it's doing something to the personality of certain people 